Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Patrick McDonald. Patrick, welcome. What's going on, fellas? Excited for uh, this week. You know, it's no FIFA World Cup or anything, but uh, it should be a good one, right? Uh, indeed, you're looking quite studious. I love your uh, your backdrop there. Coach is here. Coach, breaking news. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly will be performing Friday night at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. That's a big, big draw. They just announced it. He is he is a big draw. Um, <laughs> I will say this, that there's a good chance I'll be there. Um, I'm not a Machine Gun Kelly fan. However, the people he rolls with, I've been known to be a fan of them. Oh, interesting. Kyle Porter is here. KP, can you name one <laughs> for a million dollars? For a million, million dollars. <laughs> for, can you name one Machine Gun Kelly song? No, I, I can only name Taylor Swift songs. I mean, oh I God. actually did not know Machine Gun Kelly was a musician. I don't I don't know what genre of music that is. I don't know if it's if it's metal, R and B, rap, country. It could it's be a country. mix of all of it. No, it's a mix of all of that. He's yeah. like a little bit Jack, of everything. Jack of all Jack of all trades. Jack of yeah. all trades, master of none. We don't we don't my kids don't request a lot of machine gun Kelly. We're more of a sing to household. I would love I would love to make fun of KP right now if I hadn't taken my daughter to a Taylor Swift concert with three of her friends a couple of years ago. Dude, Taylor Swift is like awesome. Like lyrical, like her lyric, like she's a great writer. I, I don't know if she writes her own stuff, but she does. Whoever writes it for her, or if she does it, it's it's fan, like really well written. Love it. Yep. Yep. Uh, according to Google, <clears throat> Machine Gun Kelly's number one best song is called "My Ex's Best Friend." Ah, uh, there you go. It's a good one. I I, I do want to warn people. I do want to warn people. A couple of years ago, the American Express thought it'd be a really good idea to have Luke Bryan come in concert to the event. 60,000 people showed up. Could not get an Uber. Could not get out of there four hours to get out of there. I feel like this could be the same type of situation in Phoenix. Be very careful. That Phoenix week is okay. So Super Bowl weekend, which is in. It's in Arizona, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. And waste management weekend, which is always the same Sunday. Yes. And Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, uh, the three biggest draws of the year in the same city. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm just coming back from Scottsdale too, and let me tell you, that place doesn't Brag. need any extra juice at all. Uh, so I can only imagine. Wow, Patrick, I'm a little I, surprised do- you showed up this week. I had a couple of people that called me. They said you undressed him so bad. Is he coming back? And I said, I think he's going to be here next uh, week. But I was, co- I was coach. The numbers little- don't lie. Rick, Rick clipped us both. To be honest with you, you know, you got to <laughs> give a applaud to where it's due. You know, Rick ran good last week. Listen, <laughs> they don't call me Rick run bad. Uh, gentlemen, 
we've spent four minutes talking about Machine Gun Kelly. If you never want to miss a conversation like this, make sure you're subscribed. You know, give us a little bit of that fall boost to the first cut pod. Make sure that you hit that little bell icon on YouTube that notifies you when we go live. It notifies you when a new episode is out. A lot of the stuff we do is very timely. So you're going to want to listen to it as it comes out. Also, uh, we're on Spotify. Did you guys know that? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods, give us a little like, give us a little five-star rating. goes a long way for us. Okay. President's Cup. Uh, I've been tracking the odds, Coach, and they are getting shorter and shorter and shorter in favor of the United States team. Our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook, as of this very moment, have installed Team USA as minus 750 favorites to win the 2022 President's Cup, the Internationals, plus 700. If you like a tie, 15 to 15, you can get that at 18 to 1. I think that this is going to be an event that people at home need to understand that you're not going to bet it straight. You're going to have to be exotics. You're going to have to bet on specific scores or specific players because this morning, when I get up every single day at 5.30 a.m. local time, Pacific time, and it was minus 1,100 this morning at 5.30, at least at a couple books I saw. And now it keeps moving down because I think people are realizing even at a minus 1,100, there's still going to be a lot of people betting that. At minus 750, there's still going to be people betting that because the perception is that this is such a lopsided uh, situation. But the thing we have to remember, and I know the United States has dominated, but at any point, these 12 for the international team, and a lot of them have no President's Cup scars, none. Maybe they walk in and just throw caution to the wind, and all of a sudden they start winning one on Thursday, winning a couple on Thursday, maybe win three on Friday. Now we got a competition. I don't think that's going to happen, but this is called betting for a reason. Be very careful. We had Captain Trevor Immelman on two weeks ago, Kyle. I believe it was, yes. uh, and uh, he he's he's gonna he's gonna have these guys ready, and he is going to give them the win one for the Gipper, back up against the wall speech, whatever he needs to do in that locker room. Whether it's showing him the betting odds and saying, "Listen, nobody thinks you can pull this off." Go get it. Like he's going to have his guys ready to rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, but the problem is like, he could say that to us too. And it, and it wouldn't matter. Right. Like it, it, at some point, I, I think what's interesting about this, Rick is you, this number as of like a month ago or two months ago was like minus 300 or minus 400 on the U S side. And I just don't know other than more people paying attention to it, I don't know what has changed. Like, is this, I guess maybe Cam Smith and those guys going over moved it, but that much, it just seems like it's changed a lot over the last week or so in ways that I didn't really foresee, I guess. Real quick. One thing I found out, and this blew me away. I found this out a few days ago that there's a lot of the big sports books that now are, for lack of a better term, taking calls from really big bettors. And they're saying, hey, if you move the number to this, I'll bet a big number at this. So a lot of numbers, whether it's football, golf, whatever. So I can see that happening here. That somebody said, if you move it to minus 750, I'll bet $300,000. They're taking these big bets now because now with mobile betting. So a lot of that could be that, Kyle. 
Yeah. And, and to piggyback off that, I can confirm as one of those $300,000 betters, uh, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Patrick called our friends over it, call, called Caesar himself and said, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm willing to put 300 yeah. K on this. Patrick, I'll bounce it right back to you here because, uh, Kyle's right. This line was minus 300 or so minus 350 for six months. And when we got the announcement or I guess the confirmation that Cam Smith and Joaquin Neiman were not going to be a part of this, it kind of moved to like minus 500. And then everything that you've seen it move since then has, has likely just been on the amount of money that's rolling in on the United States side. Yeah. I mean, it's just a tough situation. I mean, you take away probably four of their automatic qualifiers. If you want to talk about Louie and answer as well, Uh, if that happened to the United States side, we'd have, you know, Aaron Wise in the mix, maybe a Tom Hoagie, Keith Mitchell situation. So uh, it's just kind of a cruddy situation, but I'm I'm interested to see if it moves anymore once the lineups are released on Wednesday night uh, to see if that does anything to it. I'm interested to see if Imelin kind of just lets Hideki, Scott, Connor, Sungjae uh, go all five and kind of, you know, wheel and deal the other guys in, in between them all. So there's still a lot to look forward to kind of strategy-wise, in my opinion, but the number wise, it's, I mean, I don't want to say unbettable since, you know, I did lay a lot of money on it, as I just said, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's tough to stomach for sure. Yeah. The strategy is interesting, Kyle, because this is not like the Ryder Cup where captains are just going to submit the players or the pairs in a specific order. Uh, there's essentially like a snake draft. So, you know, Captain Immelman will say, okay, going out first is Sung J.M. and Tom Kim. And then I think Davis Love has 60 seconds to put whoever he wants out there. There is, I, I love the strategy side of this when, I when do. we get to it. Is it, does it, if you don't get a, a team in in 60 seconds, <laughs> is it like that Minnesota Vikings draft where they, where yeah. they just lost their pick? Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Trevor, Trevor gets to Trevor gets to pick for you then if that happens. No. Uh, yeah. That like two teams jumped to the Vikings, didn't they? In the draft. That was completely absurd. The, the, in, the interns were running up with index cards, sprinting to the stage to, to <laughs> leapfrog them. <laughs> that was that was awesome. I I'm fascinated by the parents. I think, especially on the U.S. side, I was writing about this a little bit this morning. But you've got such a different, you know. I, I think the international team is. Um, you you kind of stick with your kind of countries and, and you, you, you get probably some expected parents and you don't get unexpected parents on the U S side. I'm just more interested in like what it means for the future of the U S team as it relates to the Ryder cup, to the president's cup. You've got your, you know, the, the pod of JT, uh, Spieth, Cantlay, Xander, obviously, then you've got a, a kind of a weird pod of, of Scheffler, Burns, Horschel and Kisner. And then everybody else just got thrown into this uh, Finau, uh, who is it? Finau, Homa, Morikawa, and who's, who am I missing? Young. Cam Young. Cam Young. So that's kind of the hodgepodge last pod. And I'm really interested to see what matchups come out of that. Obviously, you're going to get JT Spieth. Obviously, you're going to get Xander Cantlay. You're probably going to get Scheffler Burns. And then beyond that, is it Homa Morikawa? That would be... Terrifying as a you know in terms of ball striking. I, I I'm I am even though this is probably going to be a route. I'm really intrigued, maybe more intrigued than in past Presidents Cup, just by what pairings kind of come out of the U.S. side. 
The options coach, you kind of alluded to this, um, not limited to just the minus 750 for the U S or plus 700 for the internationals, but you can get your, you can get your bets in on top American, top international, top rookie, top captain's pick, the day one winner, the day two winner, who's leading at some point. There's a lot of different ways to go. If that minus 750 does not pique your interest. Right, coach. Oh, you asking me a question? <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. What, what was your question? My I'm apologies. Just there's a lot of different routes you can go with, you know, top international or day one winner or delete after two days. There's a lot of different ways to, to slice this one up. Yeah, I'm, I'm really frustrated at the narrative that I read. I, I just think people are lazy and I think they like to be negative. A lot of people love being negative. I live from a place of yes, positivity. There's so many different things that you can bet on here. So to say, oh, we can't bet it. That's just not true. So I would love attacking player props. I would love now to be honest with you, there's even bets on the international side, but we've got to wait till we see the matchups because I love head to heads. I love betting the individual matchups. And then as we'll see here in a little bit, you can also bet on specific scores. You can bet on players to lead uh, your respective teams. And I think there's a strategy to do it there that I'll tell you about with my pick in a little bit, but certainly there's a lot of different ways to enjoy this uh, and and a million different bets to make. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's throw some out there. So we don't have an official uh, betting card for this week. Like we did last week, but Patrick, we are going to go with the money ball, our best bet. This is where Jacob allocates us 50 chicken nuggets and we can go put them anywhere we want. Uh, I find it interesting how we have allocated these 50 because I took a heavy favorite. The rest of you have opted for much longer odds. Patrick, where did you go? This is awesome. Uh, hell yeah. To Kyle's first off. I mean, that's, uh, I love that. <laughs> we, we, hold on before we, we, we readjusted Kyle, our, yeah. our system for this. To I try did to- not know. To get I did to- not know that's what this was. Well, we were trying to not have you break the system like you have in the past, but right. in this in this scenario, we gave you fifty bucks and we said do whatever you want with it. So you have not broken the system, but uh, this was a very yeah you have a very KPS selection. Well, I I so I missed last whenever we did the first <laughs> of these uh, of of this new money ball thing, and so I. <laughs> this is not what I would. I'm going to stick with it though. I'm in. Right. Bring stick, it on. Stick with it. Actually, the U.S. is going to torch the international team. It was. I was looking back. It was 14 and a half to three and a half uh, after Saturday in 2017 at Liberty National. And I think you could argue that this international team is worse, and this U.S. team is uh, the same. I don't know. I I think there's an argument to be made, Rick, that this U.S. team it's not better than last year's Ryder Cup team. I think that was kind of an all-time dream team, but they might like each other better. You know, you you get you're 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 you don't have Brooks and Bryson doing Brooks and Bryson you know nonsense. You lose DJ, which <laughs> went five and zero last year, which is tough, but. I'm, I think that this year's U.S. team sort of is foreshadowing for what actual U.S. teams in the next five years are going to look like. And I think they want to kind of make a statement of like, hey, we're not as good as last year's U.S. team, but we're going to rip off like eight you know, team wins in a row or whatever. And I think JT and Spieth are kind of leading that charge. So I think the U.S. team is going to win big. And I just went 23-7. 
23-7 exact score is 28 to 1 if you can uh if you can count that high 23 out of 30 possible points 23 to 7 exact score for Kyle USA wins 28 to 1 sorry Patrick we kind of got sidetracked there oh, no. because you 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 mentioned it you brought up Kyle's pick and we had to we had to go there so where are you heading with your 50 yeah, and I, I saw on Caesar Sportsbook five thousand to one for thirty to nothing, Kyle. If you want to backtrack and go that route, uh, <laughs> if you feel inclined. Sick. So sick. Uh, but I went with Sung Jay eighteen to one top scorer. Uh, name of the game in this market to me is opportunity, and the American side it's a bit muddled in my opinion. You're not really sure who's going to play all five sessions, and the international their path to victory is a lot more narrow. Uh, Sungjae is going to have to play each round. Hideki, Adam Scott, probably Corey Connor. So Sungjae kind of ended his year on a heater, was runner up in three out, out of his last five events, was top point scorer in Australia, three, one and one there. Uh, and I could see him paired with a Tom Kim potentially. And I think that's a pretty formidable, uh, formidable duo uh, against the U.S. team. So that's why I went with Sungjae. Sungjae, top point score. That's both teams, 18 to 1. Coach, you have allocated your dollars in what fashion, please? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank Kyle for watching the show last week and all the hard work that we put in that he didn't take the time to watch to figure out what we were doing. I was doing. at the beach. Was at the beach. Hey, hey, book, iPad. I mean, it's all the same. Now, here's what I've decided to do. The problem I have with Patrick's pick is in order to score points, Patrick, what do they have to do? Uh, they got to play. <laughs> no, they don't have to play. They have to win. They Let have win. to win. And none of us think that's going to happen. But I don't mind your pick. Now, <laughs> my pick is Xander Shoffley because you can't. It's kind of like in a football game. You can't take the foot off the gas pedal, gentlemen, until the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter is Sunday. So we're going to see Xander and Patrick on Thursday, on Friday, on Saturday, yeah. probably twice. And then it's going to come down to. Sunday in the singles. So to me, you've got Xander at plus 750. You also have Patrick Cantlay at plus 800. I wouldn't mind a little sprinkle on that because I think these two will dominate again, just like they always do. So Xander's going to have three or four points as is Patrick going into Sunday. And then it comes down to the single. So I don't mind a little sprinkle, but I do think Xander will lead the U S team because they're also going to spread out the rest of it because they're going to be upset by so much. They're going to let Kevin Kisner play a couple of times. So that's so going to take that away too. I think the only problem with that coach, it's it. I think Xander's going to play a lot. I think he got a JT problem in there. I think he's going to play it. No doubt. No doubt. I can't argue with that. He's argue with that. I haven't seen it. He's probably the favorite on the U.S. side. Is that right, Rick? No, I think Scotty is. Yeah, Scotty is. Scotty Scheffler has the best odds or has the lowest odds. Yeah, JT's JT's team. uh, So he's played in off the top of my head. I think it's uh, fifteen non-singles matches in President's Cups and Ryder Cups, and he's 10, 2, and 3, which is disgusting. Sick. That is sick. And he gets Spieth, you know, he gets, like, good partners, but he's awesome, like, on the on the four ball and, and the foursomes. Hey, hey, producer Jacob, can you get in here? I, I want to ask you something. What's up? <laughs> okay, so I was confused about what this was. Can I? Will you allow me to split my fifty nuggets? I'll, I'll keep twenty five on the exact score. Can I put twenty five elsewhere? That's fair. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh, we'll do yeah, that for yeah. the fun for the fun of the game. Yeah, and you're in your plan from behind. These guys got to play That's early, fun. so as as commissioner, I'll 
allow you this one-time exemption. Yeah. Right. But to be fair, to be fair, Kyle is already ahead of coach because he's down. Three <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is just a drive-by. That's pretty good. <laughs> What's scary is that I actually respected a whole lot. Oh God, that's you can't say anything. You just gotta sit here and take it. I okay, hate my numbers. Damn it. Right. So 25, I'm leaving on US winning 23 to 7. I'm gonna put the other 25 on US leading after day two, which is minus 300 on uh Caesars. Okay. That's kind of that's that- kind of like adding a minus sixteen hundred to a parlay. <laughs> it doesn't really do anything for you. I'll just but- I'll just add the negative fifteen to your score total <laughs> already, because I, I I can't say I went I went in a similar direction. I have them. I have the U.S. lead after day one. Uh, you, yeah, but you don't have something. You don't have half of your bet going to no. something ridiculous. Well, he also knew what the rules were. Unlike me, <laughs> he can read. Unlike me, uh, the, did you see the U.S. foursome score, Rick? Did you see this tweet from Justin Ray? Uh, no, but I just went through and saw that. Uh, Xander and Cantlay have never lost. I think they're three and zero. Oh. Uh, Spieth and JT, if I remember, are like two and two. That doesn't even throw in the fact that you might get. You said Scotty and Burns, even Horschel and Burns, who have played alternate shot together, uh, and then you throw Scotty with somebody else. Like I, I just think alternate shot is just way, way, way in the favor of the U.S. team. Oh, it's yeah. so since 2007, uh, four ball, the uh, U.S. and international team are tied. In terms mm-hmm. of score, uh, singles, the international team is up. This is according to Justin Ray. So the international team has beaten the U S probably cause you know, it's usually over by Sunday. Yeah. And then in foursomes, the U S is up 50 to 25 since 2007. Oh. So oh, that's their, I mean, that's their advantage is, is in, is in uh, alternate shot. Like they just destroy the international team in, in alternate shot. And I, I think that's, you know, what's going to happen again this year. Oh boy! Uh, uh, real, real quick, uh, Rick. To Kyle's point, I just pulled up the current odds for a combined point score. Top Scheffler and Xander are plus seven fifty. Then Patrick is plus eight hundred. Then JT is plus eight fifty. Interesting. Give me JT. Interesting. Split my you split my nuggets get, again. You, you're you gonna all right. Get, split them up. Give me JT. <laughs> you can get JT as top. Um. Oh yeah, there it is. Is this top? This is top combined. But you can get him as top combined. American at seven to one. And give, give me, give me JT. I'm just making this up. Give me JT at seven to one on with 25 nuggets. And then my other 25 on us leading after day two. I like it. I like you know, KB's you know, it's going to finish the entire board, by the it's going to be, it's going to end, yeah. it's going to end 23 to seven. And Kyle's not going to have, re- he's yeah. going to have removed his 50 nuggets from it. He's going to awesome. two nugget bets, like 25, two nugget bets at so, minus four, 400. So, so just, just for record keeping purposes to clarify USA leading after day two, what was that? Minus 300 minus 300. All right. And then JT top overall top American seven top to American. One. All right. Seven to one. Okay. Just when we thought we created a system that was Kyle Kyle Porter Kyle proof, proof, we have learned it is nothing. Wait, is how, why? How is Kyle and Forty Nine Buddies just wrote a letter to the commissioner asking if they could, <laughs> they could how, change the rules? How is this? How is this new system Kyle proof? Like, what what, what, well, what are you trying to keep me from doing? 
what so I the other the 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 full system that we have is that you've got to put 50 on a matchup. You've got to put I think it's 30 on a finishing position, and then you have to do 10 on two different outrights. So we're telling you how much you have to allocate in what spots so that you don't come in and put all your money on John Rom top 10, or you don't split it up into five or $25 wagers. What you just Yeah, did. that was, I took up like, I took up like 40 minutes of our podcast two years ago, trying to explain all my like th- three, three nugget uh, wagers, but it, w- it wasn't I mean, two years ago. Cause I was on the show at the, that point. The numbers were at the end of the year. I mean, we can probably find them somewhere. They were astounding. They were good. <laughs> it was, it was annoying, but they were good. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in the chat hated Kyle, yeah. but he was winning. That's that's going in my Twitter profile. It was annoying, but he's good. It was annoying, but he was good. Uh, all right, gents, we got a couple other things to do here. Um, there are some questions. We answered some questions yesterday. There's at least one more I want to get to, and maybe I can find some more from, uh, the audience, which if you have some president's cup or whatever related questions, we can get to that, throw them in the chat right now. And I'm going to talk a little bit of draft Kings real quick. We'll do that. But first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. And we're back. Uh, DraftKings this week, Patrick, very different than most weeks. So the scoring is different. So normally it's birdies and bogeys and pars that determine your score. In this scenario, it's holes won, holes lost, etc. Also, there is a format change where you have to designate one player as your captain and you get one and a half times his points there. So you have to kind of go out on a ledge and say, oh, this is my guy. This is, this is my guy. I'm going to ride with him. Yeah, exactly. And I think the way everyone's thinking, uh, you probably want to stack the U.S. side if you think they're going to win every single match and kind of roll. Uh, But because of that, you kind of got to get creative with that captain spot, right? So Tony Finau at $8,200, I think, is pretty pretty interesting. I'm interested to see if he kind of takes that DJ role and is paired with Morikawa. Then they go with Cam Young and Max Homa together. That's what I'm leaning towards. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because the Finau Morikawa skill sets are pretty complimentary. And if they do, I think they could, if they get the opportunities, I don't see anyone really beating them. And the way Finau has been playing the back half of the season, uh, I, I just can't believe he's $8,200. There's a couple of interesting things on the U.S. side, Coach, because if it does go Sam Burns, Billy Horschel, for example, whoever they pair with Scotty Scheffler would instantly become more valuable in all formats. So I I think there's kind of this waiting game where Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to find out Thursday's day one pairings, and it might open up a situation where even a Cam Young, who is much less expensive, if he gets gets to go out with Scotty Scheffler on day one, for example, you could see some guys that we're not necessarily saying are super valuable right now instantly become valuable. And that's what people need to understand. First and foremost, anybody that watches the early edge knows two things. I hate unders and I hate fantasy. And this is why my head is exploding trying to figure out how we're going to do all these numbers. But the most important thing is to remember this, that each player, if Scotty Scheffler or Cameron Young win a match, they each get five for their respective little things. So you've got to think about that. It's not just about one player. So Rick brings up a very, very good point. Who they're matched with is also going to become very, very important. But we also have history on our side, guys. We know that it's probably going to be Xander and Patrick a lot. We know it's probably going to be JT and B 
Spieth a few times. We know their magic together. So if you factor that in, there's a little bit of, of guessing involved. But like Patrick said, I would stack the American side and be strategic with which guys to use. Don't put Scheffler and Kisner as, you know, I don't think that works. <laughs> the the other thing, Kyle, is the Wednesday afternoon announcement is going to be very critical because let's think through this logically. Uh, if your golfer in your lineup does not play on day one, he is missing out on 20% of the opportunity. That's just a fact. He's not going to play in that session. The other thing is you probably don't want to put uh, guys playing against one another Right. If you have Hideki in your lineup, but he's going up against Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and you want both of those guys in your lineup, not necessarily going to work because only one of them can win. So if you want to be smart, you play guys that are going out on Thursday and you make sure they're not going up against one another. Yeah. What's the uh, remind me of that? So it's it's five matches Thursday, uh, five Friday, Friday, Friday. 10 Saturday, eight, no, four, eight, 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 eight Saturday. on Saturday. And then 12. Okay. That's how you get to 30. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, I forgot the point. I was, oh, well, what I was going to say is we kind of, you kind of know, like at least on the U S side, you know, you're getting JT Spieth on day one, you know, you're getting Xander Cantlay. Mm-hmm. And then like, so, so it's, I, I, I guess what I'm saying there is it's safe to it, it would be safe to play one of them as, as, and maybe this is sort of what coach was just saying, but it's sort of, it's safe to play one of them because you know, you're getting them at, at least in the first session and probably in the first two, right? One of them might sit on Saturday, I guess, but those are the ones that you know, you're getting early. And I think that there's, there's a, there's a value to knowing like what is kind of coming out of the gate there. Yes, and like, who do, who do you think is going to be paired together in the Finau, Homa, Morikawa, Young uh, pod? I think it's going to be Homa and Morikawa, two Ooh. LA guys, two Cal guys. That's sweet. I, I'm I'm leaning Finau, Morikawa, and then but, Young and Homa. Homa Young would be weird. I mean, they did like English and Finau last year. They did. Uh, Sheffler yeah, because Finau because Finau can play with anybody. It's like Finau kind of gets the short end of the straw most of the time because he's such a nice guy and so likable, and he's never gonna like say I want to play with this guy or I don't want to play with that guy. I actually think he'd be he'd find better partners if he was more vocal about it or spoke up more often. I just I just think. Uh, they love that DJ Morikawa group last year at Whistling Straits that I think Finau is the closest to DJ where they could, they could try to replicate it. Like they I were obsessed with it, talking to <laughs> people with scouts consulting. I hope not. I, 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 I get Finau it. Finau Cam Young would be Finau Cam Young against like Cam Davis and Taylor Pendrith would be just a, Oh my God. It, it would be insane. Bomber's paradise. Speed. It'd be uh it wouldn't be machine gun Kelly, it would be shotgun Kelly. Sounds like a shotgun going off every time. Uh shotgun Kelly right. plays at the live events. Oh, but um bump bump. Um okay. I gotta do one more break. We're gonna answer 
at least one or two questions. And also, uh, Kyle might have gotten on too early. I have trivia questions that I can uh, I can go through here in a second. So that'll be fun. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break from our partners, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Gentlemen, uh, there was one question from David at 12. Well, I guess that'd be 1.12 p.m., Jacob. David, coach, he's past 2022. He's looking ahead to 2023. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he says, he should. should I just lock in minus 190 for the 2023 Ryder Cup United States, right? I mean, what what is a scenario in which they are not a bigger favorite a year from now than they are right now? It's funny that David write that in the chat this morning because I actually did that this morning when I was preparing for the, sh- the show. And at Caesars, it's right below the President's Cup stuff. So it's right there. Like five years yeah. ago, I accidentally bet that. Like, oh, and did? my money was tied up for a year and I was like, oh my God, it ended up winning. <laughs> right? but I was like, I just accidentally locked up my money for a year. <laughs> and that was my point. There's going to be somebody. I just did it the other day. I bet a soccer game that was like a month out, but it was the same matchup and they already had it there. So be very careful, by the way, minus one ninety should be a big red flag that that's not the president's cup because <laughs> that's minus seven fifty. But to me, unless you hate having a futures bet, like a blinking red light in your account, which I hate it. I hate futures, but this would actually be a pretty good bet, but you're locking up for 13 months minus 190 and to make it even worth it, you got to bet four or 500 bucks. So now you're locking in a thousand dollars for a something a year from now. Are you willing to do that for a lock? And we don't even know, God forbid, the Ryder Cup looks different next year than what we expect it to be. I well, don't see that happening, but yeah. you never know. You never I was going to say, this is a very volatile <laughs> number. It could go either way, right? It could yeah. be like minus. I mean, this is obviously hypothetical, but if Rom and Hovland and Rory go to live, <laughs> which won't happen, but the U.S. would be like minus 800. It'd be worse than the President's Cup, right? Correct. Correct. But if it goes the other way and you get like Scheffler and Burns and Morikawa and Spieth go to live, then all of a sudden the Europeans become the favorite. U.S. hasn't won there in third. I don't know. It's just a really, really volatile number. And I don't know if that changes what you do in the present day with it, but it's 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 more volatile, I think, than in in uh, like a normal kind of next year team future. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Any final? I have one trivia question I can throw out there, uh, which I know will will tickle Kyle's fancy. But any other uh, questions or thoughts uh, before we? I just want to tell a very funny story because people seem to love great betting stories. I was in wine country, Rick, on this weekend. I was hosting an event for World Series champion Brett Saberhagen. I was only a short distance away from Napa, and I had a big ticket at plus one fifty on Max Homa to win the golf tournament. When Danny Willett stuck it to four feet, I slammed my thing. I told my beautiful better half, Crystal, let's get to the event. I get to the event. I get up on stage. I said, so, oh, I said, I just lost the winner today. They're like, no, Max Homa won. I said, no, he didn't. But Danny Willett stuck it to four They said, no, he won. So I had an argument with a guy at the event that Max Homa won, but I didn't <laughs> even know he won. And I had a ticket, a big ticket at plus 150, that I booked on Friday. One of the best caches that I never knew I had. And I argued with the dude about it. What were the Rick? What were the live odds when will it was laying three and Homo was laying four. He, he got to a thousand. Did he? Really? Yeah. A thousand. Homo plus 1000. 
no, no, like 1, Homa got like 999 to one. I saw no. some, uh, one of the English tipsters posted on Twitter. He wrote about oh. it. I, I think would that like might, to see that. might that be the, be the right. greatest finish ever. That might have been well, the most be right. awkward finish ever. How, I'd like to not be right, Rick. After Homa, after can't be a thousand to one. He's he's one no, shot. No, no, no. Off minus one thousand. My plus one thousand. Not a thousand no. to one. Right. Plus ten to one. Right. Nine ninety nine to one. No way. No way. No. You don't think so? No. You'd give it ten to one. No book on planet Earth. No, is going no to give a thousand to one on anything. Okay. Let okay. alone a guy who is one shot off the they lead. Might, they might do it on Ian Woosnam winning the Masters next year. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I would, Maybe. I mean, listen, if that's true, I'll look it, it up. It's amazing. I'd, I'd just like to see it. That's all. Okay. All right. That's all. All right. Um, yeah. The, that was, I, that was a, I have not gambling seen. tension in here. You guys are fired <laughs> up about <laughs> who, who knew that my fun story would turn into that. <laughs> yeah. That's why fun when you tell them. Thanks. <laughs> it it fun. was fun for me. <laughs> uh, I have a trivia question. Okay. Kyle, does this mean, you, am I getting my trophy removed here? No, 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 this is not, but you have the trophy. So you'll get first crack at this. Um, okay. now I will say. This is from our friend of the pod, Shane Ryan, and his Apocalypse Sports Trivia. They are running a oh, these, are, these are hard. They are running a President's Cup friendly, so it's ten President's Cup questions. I will say, if you are in this league, we we sign a code that we will not cheat. So stop right now if you have not answered this question, because I've I've already submitted mine. mine mine's locked in, so don't. I, I'm I'm not in the league. Yes, I'm not in the so. league either, but I'm playing. Damn it, let's okay. go. Here we go. It's a long question because this okay. is how they do that. <clears throat> Wait, so how are we buzzing in? What's what's the what, what are we doing here? I need I need more hand raise. Hand raise. Um. Well, we could just do this like gentlemen. So like, just if you if you, don't don't blurt it out. Don't raise your hand. We'll see who knows it, and we'll we'll go from there. I'll, okay. Yeah, don't, don't. I'm don't, writing mine down, so I have be, proof. Okay. Yeah, I'll write mine down too. Okay. Okay. Patrick, do you have a? I, you have plenty of you have plenty down. of paper behind you in one of those books. Maybe find a pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a digital yeah. pen. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Tiger-led American team rallied to overcome a deficit to win sixteen to fourteen in twenty nineteen, marking the second straight time the event has produced a close result on international soil. The twenty fifteen event was even closer with the Americans prevailing 15 and a half to 14 and a half. This close result was fueled almost single-handedly by a duo of countrymen who stung the Americans to the tune of a four to one, excuse me, a four to zero record in team play, and then added a win and a half in singles. These countrymen have played a significant amount of team golf with one another and figure to continue to do so. Name both. Well, the two that I wrote down. Well, hold uh, on, hold that, on, that, hold on. That that last line was that last line threw me off. That I got one line. of them for sure. Okay, Patrick has one of them. Uh, I thought I had both until that last line. Uh, so you, they 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 figure to continue to do so. <laughs> See, this, is Shane, this is Shane at his best. Yeah, yeah I had Louis Ustazen as one, oh, but, but that's but, clearly. Oh, oh, hold on, we're we're, we're not. <laughs> Coach, come on, man. Well, he's come at on, man. He's at Live, so what does that matter? Well, they, they right. play on teams over there, you know? Okay, I got my answer. 
Thanks to coach. I, this is where I was going anyway. See the team. Yeah. You, you guys are piecing this together, but I'm not sure you know you're piecing it together. All right, let me. All right, I gotta look at. Let me. All right, give, give okay. me. I gotta look at the international team one more time. Just one more time. Coach is looking stuff up. No, I'm looking at the names. I'm looking at names because I'm just trying to remember. This doesn't make any sense. Coach is all. You're so close, Coach. You're, you're very close on this. All right, let's. Coach, Patrick, coach you, you said had. It out loud. Oh, Patrick had one. Well, I, I know for a fa- Brandon Grace was five. Brandon Grace is one. Yeah, I got Brandon yeah. Grace. I wrote that down. All right. Um, and it's either Louie or Charles. Uh, and I'm going to go with Charles. How could coach? I, well, the problem is you said going to continue to do so. And those players are not playing in okay. this event. No, Porter. they're playing. They said they're playing as a team together in the future. Yeah, that's on a tricky. team for that's very Shane. That's very so, Shane Ryan. So Kyle went with Usti and Charles, yeah, which is what no. Patrick Patrick went with. Okay, Coach Charles is going with Coach Grace and Louie, which is the correct combination. That is correct, Coach. Coach, Coach, <laughs> tra- transfer you. the trophy over to Coach. No, thank you. No, um, thank get you. that. Get that. Thank out you. Of here with that. Thank you. Okay, so you gotta walk them through it. You know. So here's what happened. Brandon <laughs> yeah. Grace. Louis Eustace, 2-0 in four slumps, 2-0 in four balls. Brandon Grace added a fifth point, uh, a fifth full point in singles, and Louis got a half a point. So this is the Shane, this is the Shane Ryan thing. These countrymen have played a significant amount of team golf with one another and yeah. figure to continue to do so because they both play on live. I, I'll be honest with you. I forgot. I forgot. Grace was at live. I forgot. Grace was He's at a live. champ coach. I forgot. Uh, Abraham answer was at live. The other Rick, day. Rick, like a lot of other people totally in the world, like 99% of the world. I haven't watched one minute of live. I don't have, I don't have that YouTube channel, so I can't watch it. You want me to give you another one? Yeah. Another. Yeah, please. Uh, some of them are really hard. Okay. Oh, can um, we, uh, can we backtrack to this 1000 to one thing real quick? Please. Yes. So par- apparently, someone got two dollars matched on an exchange in Europe at a thousand to one. All right, that's different. Wow, I know exchange because an ex- that that means someone offered it up. Yeah, but exchanges are typically a lot sharper. They're it's way sharper. sharper, folks. Yeah, and so sure. I mean, still for someone to offer that up. Uh, okay. How about I'm trying to find one that's not a super hard, but not a layup. Um. I mean, that wasn't hard for me and I got it right. So if you want to get one for the other guys, I understand. Okay. I want to ask you this one because I had an issue with this one. And after I submitted, I had to look it up. So while Ernie Els leads the way for the internationals with a total of 21 points, it took him 40 matches to reach this total for a winning percentage of only 52.5%. Among players with at least eight career matches, there are two with a winning percentage greater than 50%. (laughs) One of them is more recently known for racist and homophobic remarks than his golf, and the other is nicknamed the Smiling Assassin. Name either. What? Right? I I, I actually think this question's wrong, Kyle. The Smiling Assassin. Uh, And and this is a, uh, it's an international question, right? Yeah. top. International yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, say, say the last part, the smiling assassin yeah. and one is so, more known so one of for, them. One of them is more recently known for a racist and homophobic remark rather than his golf. And the other is nicknamed the smiling assassin name either. Oh, man. 
but I don't think this question's right. Um, I, I, I have no idea. Smiling assassin. Smiling assassin. Did you write Patrick? I'm scared. I'm, I, I, I'm scared to put the wrong names here. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that Just, last line makes it very, very precarious. Man. I don't want to accuse. I don't want to accuse anybody of saying anything. Okay. Uh, can I can I throw my answer up? Is yeah. We've, yeah. Okay. Hideki and Elkington. Hideki and Elkington are Kyle's. So, okay, Patrick, what did you have? That's, uh, I had Hideki. I, uh, I left the other one blank just in case. Yeah, me too. I, this is who I, this is who <laughs> I had, even, even though I know he's too young for that okay. to be correct. But so Sungjae has five matches. Uh, Hideki has, 17 matches, but he's only won 47% of them. So he hasn't won more than half. I believe Elkington, it, Elkington is a correct answer. And I believe he's, he's not the smiling assassin, right? <laughs> ne- I, never I, known him to be called that. No, no. Okay. I, I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> so the smiling assassin would be Shigeki Moriyama. Never heard who that. Won, who won no. 75% of his eight matches. But this doesn't make sense, Kyle, because Mike Weir has played 24 matches and won 58% of them. Louis Ustase has played 19 and has won 57. Greg Norman's played 14 and has won 53. This doesn't... Shane's lost. Yeah. I think lost. this is wrong. Yeah. Well, I got a point, so I don't care. <laughs> He's like, I'm tied. We got to do a tiebreaker. Yeah. Right, Kyle's the only one who who went there and he got it right. So you yeah, got to give did. him a point. You gotta right. get yeah. Um, boy, oh boy! Oh if boy, Patrick oh is this one, we have to do a another tiebreaker. Because as Patrick liked to point out earlier, uh, he is now behind in this contest. To me, yeah, okay, I okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know we're playing for anything now, you know, <laughs> I, I, brother. When I get out of bed, I'm playing for something. The pride, <laughs> my name on the back of the jersey. Come on, uh, I, I lost okay. my pride a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try this right. one. Here we go. While the 2000 edition of the President's Cup was never close, the Americans swept the first session 5-0 and never looked back. There was still a stir of drama for Sunday singles, caused mostly by Vijay Singh's caddy, Paul Tesori, who wrote, quote, Tiger who on the back of his hat before their head-to-head matchup. What year was this? 2000. 2000. Okay. Tiger won the match 2-1 and one, and jokingly, got the rest of his revenge years later when he and the caddy were on the same side in the President's Cup with Tesori on the bag for what U.S. President's Cup veteran? Oh, that's easy. That's an easy one. Sorry, I didn't know I was going to get that easy. Yeah. Funny enough, I was looking through Getty and I I saw they had Paul Hu on the back of the caps. Yeah. Yeah. Webb. All right, how about this one? Last one. Last one. While Australia and South Africa... It's Webb Simpson, by the way. While Australia and South Africa have been the two most represented countries historically for the international team with 18 and 11 players respectively. What country is the third most represented having sent seven players to the president's cup and a number that will increase to nine following this year's cup. Oh, there's some context clues in there. Write it down, write it down. Hmm. I might be wrong. What were the what were the two South Africa and Australia? Australia, correct. Eighteen and eleven, respectively. 
This is wrong other, too. This is wrong. Other, and I, are we ready? Yeah. We're hold ready. on. Hold on. Hold on. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm. I'm disputing these questions. Okay. Okay. South Korea. Kyle, or coach of South Korea. What does that say, Kyle? Canada. And 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 Patrick went with Canada. Okay. So I think for this scenario, coach is right. So if you go to if you go to international records. Australia has 11 players. South Africa or Australia has 18. South Africa is 11. South Korea has seven, but that's not going to increase. Oh, yes, it will by two because two new ones. Two new, two ones. new ones. Yeah, exactly. Damn. It's two new ones. Come on, boys. Come on. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. Wait, who's the third, Rick? So hold on. It's, it's Sung J, Tom it's Kim, K-H- yeah, KH Lee, and Si Wu. So who are the two new ones? K- KH and Tom. Siwoo was 2017. Tom's brand new. Young KH yeah, Lee's brand new. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, new. The, the, I, I went with Canada, Kyle, because I counted Connors and Pendrith as two new ones. They are. Yeah, but that does not make that the it third. It doesn't make it nine. Country. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Steven Ames, Mike Weir. I don't know what the <sighs> other five I was thinking of were. I would like Coach to wins. thank my, my family and... <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you transfer that trophy to him, I'm never coming on. The crazy part was a little trivia, by the way, if South Korea, or if they would have gone by rankings in the Olympics, the first time the women would have had 24, of the 64 players from South Korea, make it, a, make, it make the president's cup a mixed team event. Way. Oh, sweet. Ooh. Then that would flip. Oh, that would flip. It would they be. It would be. Ton of great women. It would players. be awesome. It would be yeah. super fun. Yeah, it would. Oh look, coach, awesome. you got a medal. We transferred a medal to you. <laughs> That's great. Wow. That's wow. Great. That's By the way, good. my sister lived in South Korea for three years with her husband, a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army. Wow. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. Yes. Indeed. Two of my nieces. Well, my two nieces, born in South Korea. Both of wow. them. They're Is fluent a, in Korean. Wow. Interesting. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right, gents. Absolute pleasure. Uh, we'll be back after each and every day of the President's Cup. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, breaking it all down. For now, producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. Patrick McDonald available in his library and on Twitter at amateur status. The coach, congratulations, coach available on Twitter at the coach rules. Kyle Porter, get your game up, Kyle at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. 